Welcome to For Self-Examination. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Taylor, and today is Monday. And for you, that might mean a few things. Uh, Maybe today is a bad day. Maybe today you're driving into the office begrudgingly after a long or too short of a weekend, going to see a boss that you hate, sitting at a desk you despise, working with colleagues that you are apathetic about. Perhaps maybe you have problems from the weekend, problems from last week, problems from the month, problems from the year that just don't seem to be resolved. Uh, or maybe it's, it's quite the opposite for you. Maybe you've had a, a great weekend. Uh, you, you've relaxed a great deal. Maybe you even had a three-day weekend and, and, and you're enjoyed and refreshed. You had a respite from the world. Uh, but today is Monday. And what that means for you is that today uh, we're going to give you your daily week, your daily dose, weekly dose of inspiration, your Monday morning inspiration. Uh, We're going to pull from the blogs of our counselors at Taylor Counseling Group uh, to give you some thoughts, advice, and inspiration for your week. And if it's not Monday, that's okay. Uh, You can enjoy the thoughts, advice, and inspiration all the same. And I hope you do. I hope you get a lot out of it. Uh, Today's Monday. Today is all about you. Okay, everybody, welcome to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Today is Monday, uh, or maybe not for you, but uh, ideally today is Monday, and it is your Monday morning inspiration. Uh, And this week has been all about FOMO. Uh, We had, uh, you know, our intro episode. We discussed some wonderful topics about the fear of missing out. Uh, Now we're going to have one of our very own uh, therapists at Taylor Counseling Group out of our Dallas office. Uh, Amanda Stretcher is going to join us here in just a moment. Uh, And it's a phenomenal interview, so I don't want to waste too much time talking to you here. Uh, I just kind of want to hop right in in just a second. But uh, Amanda uh, is a wonderful therapist in our Dallas office. We're really excited to have her. Now next week, uh, we do have um, Annabella Watson joining us as well, a, a professional social media uh, doer, um, uh, marketer. Uh, so we're really excited to have her. And then the week after that is going to be our, you know, our ask me anything episode, which, uh, we're, again, we're very excited about that. So if you have questions for us and you want to read them and you want us to read them here on the podcast, you're, you're definitely welcome to send them our way via Twitter at TCG underscore Dallas. Uh, you can find us on Facebook as well at the same address. Uh, email us, info at taylorcounselinggroup.com. Of course, you can always visit our website, taylorcounselinggroup.com. And you can give us a call if you're in the local area, 214-530-0021. And we're happy to help you out with whatever we can. Uh, so Amanda Stretcher uh, <clears throat> is one of our uh, therapists here in our Dallas office. And we're really excited to have her a part of our team. She's an amazing therapist and does some great work. Uh, she did get her bachelor's uh, from Austin College and her master's in counseling psychology at Texas Women's University. Uh, so, uh, you know, both of those schools pretty close to here. Um, she is very excited to be a part of her team, uh, and we share that uh, excitement with her. Uh, she really loves our core values and loves to help clients grow and achieve their goals. A great deal of experience with. Um, clients in inpatient and outpatient. Uh, she's done a lot of work with addiction, substance abuse, uh, eating disorders, anxiety, depression, even some personality disorders, some harder stuff as well. Uh, and she does love to use uh, CBT 
and uh, uh, DBT uh, approaches along with client-centered approaches uh, when necessary. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Amanda Stretcher. We are so excited to have you today. Thanks for joining us. All right, everybody. Very excited to welcome uh, one of our very own amazing therapists, Amanda Stretcher. Uh, Amanda works out of our Dallas office, uh, and she works a lot. Uh, I think like over 30 hours a week, I think. Um, oh. And she loves seeing clients, and she loves helping people. Uh, so we're really excited you're here. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, uh, we're pumped for you to be here. So that's that makes everyone's really excited. Everyone's happy. So that's good. Uh, so tell us about you. Um, and we'll just kind of say we'll throw the net wide. So whatever you want to tell us, tell us. Okay, cool. Um, well, I guess I'll start with the professional piece. I've been working in the field for about six years now. And you are right. I love seeing clients. I love getting to show up for work every day and do what I do feel a lot of gratitude for that. Um, outside of work, you can catch me doing just about anything active that's possible. Batting cages, hiking around some, um, a lot of time in the dog parks, because you will also find me spending as much time as possible with my dog, Honey. Oh, that's so cool. Tell me about Honey. Um, honey, I think that as far as I can tell, I think she's part gremlin and part mountain goat would be her breed possibly. <laughs> uh, she's kind of a mess, but I love her. She's about, she's going on two years old now. Um, and she is just a lot of fun. She loves, I, we actually went out to White Rock this morning and hiked around a little bit and she had a blast. She's asleep somewhere now living her. Um, she's a sweetheart. <laughs> the name is very so, honey. Yeah. So she's, she's self-actualized essentially. <laughs> She's she like, she's good to go. Yeah, she is. Awesome. So that's really cool. Um, so tell us, uh, you know, so this week is is all about FOMO, right? The fear of missing out. And we're talking a lot about social media and how that plays a role in FOMO. And we have a, a social media expert on on um, our episode, one of our episodes as well, that's kind of talking about how social media works and that sort of stuff. But I'm really interested from the therapist perspective, from the counseling perspective. You know, what do you see with FOMO? Tell us about that. Yeah. So what I see with FOMO is um, just kind of this general fear and anxiety around the idea that other people are doing something more exciting, more fun, or just better than what what you're doing with your life in general. Um, I think that can be vacations, that can be careers, it can be family, it can look a lot of different ways. And I think that does show up a lot with the social media piece. Um, when it comes to things like Facebook and Instagram, you have this visual representation of um, what other people are doing in their life. And so it's really easy to spend time on that and to make a lot of comparisons with yourself. Um, so if I'm sitting at home and all my friends are on vacation for the summer, it's really easy to feel like um, I'm doing something wrong or that I'm missing out or that I should be doing more than what I'm doing in some way. Um, yeah, I love that word that you used, comparison. Mm -hmm. um, because I think comparison is sort of the beginning of the slippery slope. Um, you know, for the uh, the sickness unto death, which is despair. Uh, and so I think we kind of get into this 
keep up with the Joneses mentality. And it's so, so easy to do that now on social media um, with, oh, I just got this. Or um, I think I, what kind of what I love is the unboxing videos, if you've ever seen any of those. Um, where somebody gets the newest iPad or you know the newest video game console and then and then unboxes it and and videotapes their experience unboxing it, I can kind of imagine um, how how that can you know it's exciting for you and you're really excited to share like this new thing that you got and you're excited about it. And I often kind of wonder if people view that and say, oh man, I have to keep up with this guy. He's got the new, I don't even know what it is now, PlayStation Four or Twenty Seven or, or or whatever we're up to, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think comparisons are really dangerous territory as well. I think when we do a lot of comparisons, we either find ourselves to be better than in some way or less than in some way. And neither of those are particularly good places to be in. Um, and I, I think, like I said, all of social media can be tricky. One of the ones I've struggled with the most is actually Pinterest. I don't know if you've spent mm. a lot of time on Pinterest, um, but looking at all these boards and blogs of other people making things and doing meal prep and what exercise you should be doing. And even with the dog piece, how your dog should be trained and what their collar should look like. And mm-hmm. um, really quickly fall prey to feeling like you are just missing out on, um, on a lot of things. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up because, you know, Taylor counseling group just launched its Pinterest account oh, did we? <laughs> like a week ago, I think. Uh, so yeah, we gotta be everywhere. You know, we gotta, we gotta meet people where they are. So, um, uh, that's kind of funny. Uh, and, and, and as we were doing research set it up, I learned, um, something I did not know, which was uh, Pinterest was actually started by entomologists. Really? Yeah, it's pretty odd, right? You don't think, uh, you know, the study of bugs is something that's going to lead to a social media phenomenon. No, that's really interesting. (laughs) Yeah, so essentially it was uh, they were tracking photos of insects. And so what they would do is they just kind of created this little, uh, uh, um, what do you call it, uh, add-in extension or whatever to their web browser so that when they saw a photo of a bug, uh, they would just click it and it would pin to one of their boards for their bugs. Uh, and that's kind of how they tracked, you know, different species of, of you know, whatever. Uh, so now we use it for uh, food and, and uh, um, clothing and, and um, you know, summer bodies and, and mm-hmm. whatnot, right? Yeah, so. Halloween costumes, that's my Hall- Halloween costumes, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, so lots of crazy things that can happen there. So that's interesting. Um, so, you know, I want to, this podcast is all about inspirational stories. And so I know that there's a lot of bad press on the social, on social media in general, um, about FOMO and about anxiety and depression that can kind of result from the fear of missing out and that comparison. But what are some of the good things? What, what's some of the good stuff coming out of these, out of these experiences? Yeah, I think um, one set of good experiences I've seen for a lot of my clients is um, when they've been willing to do the really difficult thing by being vulnerable and put themselves out there on social media in some way, share something that's difficult. It may even be the fact that they go to a therapist and are kind of like worried that how other people in their life might, um, might respond to that. But by being vulnerable, I've had a lot of clients have such like positive reactions from the people in their lives and in their worlds, um, had a lot more opportunities for connections and relating and made it kind of like a safe space for other people to reach out 
and to say, hey, I've, I've struggled with that same thing, or I'm glad you said something. I thought I was alone with that, and I, I didn't know that someone else struggled with that as well. So I think that um, I think when people are willing to do that, that social media can also offer a lot of opportunity for um, for connection in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's such a great uh, a great point to make. In 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 one of our episodes, we were actually doing an a, interview of Jessica Callahan. Um, at Empowered Counseling um, in Richardson. And um, she was talking about the power of group therapy. And, you know, one of the cool things about group therapy is sharing pain with other people mm-hmm. and then how we can kind of get together and, and we're bound together in that pain. Um, and it really can can galvanize us and, and create very deep relationships very quickly um, uh, as we share pain with each other, right? Okay. Now, obviously, obviously, we want to be appropriate in how we share pain via social Social media, um, you know, I, I think the the fear is that everyone presents their best self, and then if somebody comes up to, on there and says, "I'm not feeling that great," then all of a sudden people tell them to stop it and get off social media. I, I would just like to see people be more authentic on social media. Yeah. You know, just present like. Uh, but at the same time, there's a struggle because it's kind of like elevator conversation almost, you know, like when you get in an elevator with somebody and you say, hey, how are you today? And they go, oh, well, let me tell you. And you're yeah. like, oops. <laughs> Didn't mean to open that up. <laughs> oops. You know, it's kind of like why uh, when I'm on an airplane and the person next to me asks me what I do for a living, I tell them I'm an insurance salesman because I don't <laughs> I don't want to get stuck in a two hour free therapy session, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't, I don't know. There just seems to be this kind of balance that's necessary. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. And um, I think there's also a, a piece of kind of the idea of finding your tribe through social media. So I think mm-hmm. some of I've also seen some of my clients go through a process of maybe um, kind of like limiting the friends that they have and going mm-hmm. We say a lot like quality over quantity. So having people in their life that they know are safe people and that they know that they can trust and that they can relate to so that they can feel like they can be more authentic. And I think there's also the piece of that's kind of a risk with vulnerability is when we're vulnerable and authentic, not everyone may respond well to that. Um, So Mm. being prepared for that, that and being able to kind of cope with that as well, I think is a piece of it. Yeah, that's a great one. I like that. I like that suggestion of limiting friendships. I think that's really important um, because social media is this perfect place where it's easy to get friends for friends' sake, you know, and they're not intentional friendships. They're not real friendships. They're just another person that they just become a statistic. They become a number that's on your page of so and so as X number of friends. And I even remember reading an article recently about about Instagram considering not putting how many likes a post got uh, underneath it, you know, because if somebody um, say like, uh, we'll say Kim Kardashian posts something, she's going to get, I don't know, you know, millions of likes. Right. Yeah. Uh, I post something. Uh, my mom likes it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're done. Yeah. Like, my wife doesn't like it. Uh, my daughter's too young to like it. Thank God. Uh, none of my friends like it cause they don't probably like me that much anyways. Uh, uh, so like my mom will like it and then my grandma might like it, but she did it accidentally. You know, she doesn't know how to use it. Right. So, so Kim Kardashian's getting millions, but I'm not. And you know, that might make me feel sad. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
and then I and then I stop sharing my feelings and things. So, so that's kind of a good I think a good takeaway is really just that being intentional with mm-hmm. who's in your your friend circle and 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 if it's not somebody that you want there, then then don't have them there. Unfollow, un unsubscribe, you know, uh, and and just kind of step away from it. Yeah. So that's great. That's great advice. Uh, can you give us some inspirational stories of how social media has helped one of your clients or helped you? overcome anxiety or this kind of like FOMO experience or just help them in general if you don't have one of those? Um, I think again, in general, just being able to see people make, um, make connections. I've seen some clients aside from just being vulnerable in some more like challenging ways, I've seen clients make, be able to make a lot of friendships and find people who have similar hobbies and similar interests as them. Um, and being able to use it in, in that way to make some really good connections and again to not feel alone with some other interests um, and start friendships. I think that um, dating apps would be another territory and I mm. kind of can fall on this FOMO as well. I've seen on the challenging side people struggle with that idea of just endless kind of uh, swiping I guess because what if there's something better um, out there and people having that done to themselves as well. So I've seen that be difficult, but I've also seen some clients make some really good connections through dating apps and meet mm-hmm. um, like long-term partners doing that. So I think that has been something that has made it easier for people to meet other people and make connections um, to be able to kind of start conversations online first can be, can feel more safe for some people instead of having to go out somewhere mm-hmm. um, and be approached and feel maybe less, less safe with that. feel like you have more control over the conversation by being able to start um, through texting first. Yeah. I think it's fantastic to kind of look at it that way. Cause really um, the internet and social media has kind of um, really, exponentially grown our our ability to communicate uh and it's really i think put our society as a whole under the microscope and i've just said we're a little immature you know we're still kind of young like we still have a lot of growing up to do mm-hmm. uh just a, as a as a species as a as a society um so i, I think it's really cool to kind of see that because because you have some people that are just mindlessly scrolling through a dating app trying to find the next one and then you have um somebody else who might be you know at the same coffee shop as this person and they're intentionally scrolling through looking for the one you know Mm -hmm. and and so it's just kind of all how we decide to use the technology and and so i don't really think social media is is evil or or good uh it's definitely not like a a tool of satan or anything you know Um, I think some people do view it that way, but, uh, it's definitely not. It's just, it's just in the intentionality of how we try, how we choose to use it. And, and so if you're using it as an extension of your anxieties and your depression, if you're using it as an escape, then it's obviously going to yield bad fruit. But if you're using it in an intentional, healthy way with good boundaries, um, and, and you're not escaping, but you're, you're utilizing it as a, as a work tool, um, you know, then, then I think it'll yield good fruit. Uh, I met my wife online. Uh, very excited about that. Mostly because yeah. I'm disfigured, so nobody would have, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't have like a real photo up. Uh, I had like a fake photo. Uh, like a catfish. Uh, yeah, like a yeah. It was it was a photo of a catfish. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, and and I just put a lot of lies in there, you know, and then just kind of. Mm-hmm 
you know, brought her into it slowly until she finally agreed and I wore her down. Um, uh, no, that's, that's not, that's not accurate, but we, we did, we did meet online and I, and I, you know, I was in a place where I was intentionally looking for somebody. And as a therapist, yeah. I think it's kind of hard to date because one, uh, you go into a date and you're not sure if they just want free therapy or not. <laughs> and then two, uh, and then two, you, you know, it, uh, it's very common to meet people in your work circles. And I, I mean, I, not only is it unethical to date a client, but I don't really, I don't really want to date a client, and I definitely don't want to date another therapist. Not that, not that I don't love my my colleagues, but you know, but, I'm, um, <laughs> yeah, I need that boundary. I need to go home and not have somebody else psychoanalyze me. So, um, so yeah, so I definitely did that on social media. So I definitely don't think it's a bad thing. Uh, I think it, it's just kind of one of those things where we have to make a, an active and intentional choice of how we're going to use it and how we're going to live. So. Yeah, I I use, um, I think for me, I use Snapchat the most out of anything uh, in the social media realm. And I I actually use it intentionally some nights. I'm really big on um, values, kind of knowing what some of our core values are and making sure (laughs) we're taking committed actions towards those values. One of my values is um, laughter is one that's really important to me. So Mm -hmm. some nights um, before I go to bed, when I kind of have this conversation with myself and say, hey, how do I do today towards my values? Did I meet them? Did I not meet them? Um, any days that I feel like I need to take an extra step towards my values, I use Snapchat to find some like funny, funny meme or a funny filter yeah, or something and send it out to my friends so we can have a moment of laughter before bed um, and go go to sleep on that note of feeling some connection to my values, oh, cool. which is nice. Yeah. That's fun. So tell us about a moment in your life uh, when you were truly inspired. That's always kind of our sign off question. So what do you got? Um, so I'm, I hope this isn't um, a kind of a cop out answer here, but I think that honestly, genuinely every day when I show up for work and I get to sit across from my clients, I am so genuinely inspired, especially the last few weeks. I've had some clients doing some incredible work and find myself um, like tearing up in session sometimes just being so inspired and so impressed by people who are willing to like week after week show up for themselves, do hard work in session. And not only that, but share with me the things that they're doing outside of session to take. All right. Well, it looks like we're, we're losing you. Uh, but I think we got what we needed. So I uh, really appreciate you coming on the show today. Thanks so much uh, for coming in. And we really appreciate you know everything you had to share with us today about the FOMO. Uh, so thanks so much, Amanda. And of course, if you'd like to schedule with Amanda, you're welcome to do so, taylorcounselinggroup.com. Uh, and you can uh, email us at info at taylorcounselinggroup.com and send us a tweet at tcg underscore dallas.com. All right. Thanks for coming in, Amanda. Have a good day. Wow. What a great uh, interview. Uh, thank you so much again, Amanda, for being on the show. We really appreciate your time. Uh, and, and of course, all you do for, for us at Taylor Counseling Group and, and everything you do for your clients as well. It's such a, uh, a blessing and uh, a real privilege to be able to work um, with you every every day. So, yeah, we thank you for that and, and all that hard work. Uh, what a great insight as well into FOMO. Uh, and I, I, sp- I really specifically love the part about uh, Snapchat. Yeah, I, I've always, I was always kind of introduced to Snapchat 
uh, obviously as an adult and, and not as something, a tool that's for me really, uh, it's not something I use. Um, and I've always kind of heard the horror stories from the news about kids using it inappropriately. Um, but uh, thinking about it as this really positive tool of just taking a moment before you go to bed and just having a, a good laugh, a good piece of inspiration with your friends. Um, so I, I want to challenge you uh, as we move into our last uh, episode for the month uh, to try to use social media to inspire you at least once this week. Maybe twice if you can do that, but uh, at least once and uh, see what happens. See what you get out of it. Maybe send some inspirational quotes to a friend or uh, some funny memes uh, or just a good joke uh, between friends. Um, you don't have to blast it out to the world, but, you know, just the people that you love and care about. So, uh, great. Well, that's it for the show. Um, we do have one more episode this month in September. Uh so we will have our Ask Me Anything episode coming up next Monday. Uh, and again, if you have uh, questions uh, or just thoughts you want to share with us, you send them our way via Twitter uh, using the tweeties uh, at TCG underscore Dallas. You can in email uh, info at taylorcounselinggroup.com and we'll definitely get you on the show. So uh, looking forward to your questions and uh uh, just really excited about about that. So uh, that's it for our show. Uh, as we end every episode, uh, we'd like to have that quote of the day. And this episode's quote of the day. And this quote of the day is from Kaylee Curry, uh, one of our therapists at uh, Taylor Cancer Group. Kaylee is in our Capel office, uh, which really kind of services everything from Denton to South Lake, I think, uh, even though we... I guess more, more appropriately, probably didn't to Grapevine. I guess we we have a South Lake office, so that's a little different. But um, yeah, so we have this Capel office, and Kaylee is is one of our top therapists there. So uh, we thank you for your uh, your quote here, uh, Kaylee, which is uh, I think very appropriate for social media as well. Holding on to a grudge is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Let go of what you can including others' feelings and actions that you are not responsible for. Wow. Well said. Uh, well said, Kaylee. Uh, I think that's absolutely correct. You know, we have to kind of let go of these things. We have to be more passive uh, uh, when it comes to things that we can't control. We just have to let them kind of flow through us. And so that's such a great thing, a great perspective, I think, specifically when talking about social media because there's so much stuff that we just can't control of what people are saying in the world. We have no control over how, uh, you know, they're going to respond to our social media posts um, or, or what they're going to say to us. So all we can do is just kind of, uh, you know, accept our uh, reality. We can just expect others to, to, you know, do as they choose. And then all we can do is, is just choose how we're going to respond. So we thank you so much for that. Uh, other than that, everybody, uh, make today a great day. Um, hope to see you. Uh, well, I guess we'll see you, but uh, hope hope that you tune in next week. Um, and of course, you know today is Monday, and Monday is all about you. <laughs>